0: This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know I'm telling you. We'll be talking in depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Got all, Scott. Okay. Welcome, everyone, to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alec. Say hello. Blue. Hey. Today we're talking about Conan the Barbarian.
1: The adventurer.
0: Yes, <laughs> again. We're going back. We've done it once, but we didn't cover it as much as we wanted to. We love this movie, so we're going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. 1982, directed Ro- by John Milius. Ro- John, John Milius, the, certain, the great. The sandal thing going here. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully you've just listened to Gladiator, but maybe not. You don't know when this is going to come out. We're doing little bank episodes. We're trying to stockpile some episodes for you guys. So I don't know. We've done Braveheart. We've done Gladiator. We've done Conan. Maybe next you'll get History of the World. I'm not sure. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) But anyway, directed by John Milius, uh, written by Robert E. Howard. Um, Well, that's the creator of Conan. Yeah. 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 And uh, starring Arnold Schwarzenegger, James Earl Jones, Max von Sydow, and... um,
2: Sandal Bergman, yes. Jerry Lopez. Hey Lopez. Who, hey, Who Lopez. is it, Alex? Who's your favorite? There it is. Oh yeah.
1: And
2: it's got Solgrim. Mako. Who's got like the Solgrim. best voice ever? Oh yeah. Mojo Jojo. <laughs> I'm a wizard, Man. mind you.
0: Aku. All right. Yeah, uh, so cool. Alex, you picked this one. Scott, pick this one. Alex
1: picked this one. <laughs> that's me. Uh, first of all, if you guys haven't read the Conan books by Robert E. Howard, I highly recommend them. They're really good reads. Each there's a lot of stories, but each one it's like its own like separate little adventure.
2: Doesn't he just and, like mostly go in the jungle and fight like giant apes?
1: N- there's a, l- a few stories like that, and uh, this movie this movie Conan has a lot of differences from the book Conan because in the movie Conan he's really a pensive brooding like character and it's an origin story whereas in the books he's very a lot more like swaggery and cocksure. and uh, there's no origin story really it, uh, in the in the short stories of Conan but he does go through a lot of phases in his life he is, he does end up a king at one point but he's like a pirate in some stories and then he's like a sellsword and then he's a mercenary, and then he's a leader of a mercenary, and then he's back to being a bum, and so his life takes a lot of up and downs, which I find very entertaining. So, uh, yeah, this is what, what fascinates me about Conan. Conan the bum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very, you don't want to say no to this bum when he asks you for change.
0: A hobo with a big-ass sword. Yeah.
1: As, as Robert E. Howard liked to say, he hewns limbs Left and right, but yeah, let's get into our lists. Uh, my number seven is the giant snake, uh, in that's in the pit guarding that red jewel, which okay. I, st- I still find really cool. But the it, the skin of that puppet looks still looks pretty good to me. But the motions and everything, you you can tell like it's a it's a dated uh, animatronic and stuff. But I do like that they actually they put when they pin the head of the snake to the wall, those are real arrows that are being fired. And that's uh, really like, uh, I think it was Conan and Valeria, like Arnold Schwarzenegger holding the puppet snake head up. And he just has to trust that the onstage archer <laughs> knows what he's doing. <laughs> Cause those are real arrows going into that puppet's head. And I thought that Jeez. was uh, awesome.
0: That and is I, cool. I think it was John Milius who shot too. I think I remember
2: that from the commentary.
1: Oh, really? It was John Millius yeah. himself? Damn. He him shot
2: the arrows, yeah. John Millius is pretty hardcore. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's got he's, he's very strong stances on certain subjects. hmm Have you ever seen his uh, – there was a documentary
0: about him? No. Yeah. It's, it's pretty good, and it's uh, directed by Scott Mosier, you know, the Kevin Smith okay. partner uh, in yeah, crime yeah. for all those movies. Yeah. It's pretty good. Check it out.
1: It's cool. But, yeah, giant snake. I still think it's cool.
0: I all like right. the snake. Um, I'll go next then. Uh, my number seven, I, I had to put it on here. We've talked about it before, but just the damn commentary for this movie on DVD <laughs> is... I couldn't leave it off the list. <laughs> so DVD yeah. commentary, we've talked about it in length in our other episodes. But if you haven't, just list, get the special feature DVD wherever you can find it on Blu-ray and listen to the goddamn commentary. And all the extra <laughs> bonus features, but the commentary it's so, itself...
2: That's uh, so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it,
0: it is... Uh, just like, we can't do it justice so I won't even try but just mm-hmm. do yourself a favor. If you don't do anything we've ever told you on all of our episodes, <laughs> that is the
2: one thing you
0: have to do if you haven't done it already. Agreed. Alright,
2: Scott, number seven. Number seven, uh, the Atlantean sword. Uh, just the way that he finds it. Um, so epic. And uh, uh, he finds the I chase for the dogs god damn it uh he he falls down the hole into this ancient uh temple throne room uh they never really explain too much about it but yeah there's this uh, old skeleton he's holding the sword and conan walks towards it and the skeleton like falls over and there's the sword and conan like just by swinging it shakes all the rust and dirt off of it, because that's how awesome the sword is. It's ancient, but it's still just as good as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so cool. And then he, he, he prompts, uh, or the seeing the, the guy, the skeleton of the sword, he, Conan says, Krom, which is like one of five lines of the entire movie. Yeah. <laughs> he says, uh, yeah, just him finding the sword and the sword itself. Uh, it's iconic. That's my number seven
0: right it is very
1: cool alex mm-hmm. number six uh my number six i think my bottom three are all snake related because they also do it when he's in the uh orgy and everything and he's just in the middle like kind of meditating and then they do this in a really clever way where they switch him out switch out his face for like a rubber one and slowly each iteration is slowly more more and more snake-like until he finally like you see, and it's a pretty good representation of a germ, young James Earl Jones's face, and it gets starts protruding and everything to give you the sense that his, this muzzle's coming out, and he's really transforming into this giant ass snake. By the end of it, he's like slithers out of the out of the. Uh, I don't know what you would, yeah his robes and what what would you call that place anyways? I don't know his orgy orgy room, room. yeah. Cool.
2: <laughs> The sex and, porium yeah,
1: sexposium, <laughs> and that's how he makes it out alive. Well, but,
2: it's uh, a
0: cannibalistic orgy room because they're eating. Yeah, yeah. Body slit, parts. Well, no, I don't.
2: I don't Slippy think he in like, hand soup. I think he was going to change in the snake either way. Yeah. So yeah, I think like it's he, interesting he didn't too. Do it to
1: escape, he, it was just oh, I'm gonna turn yeah. into a snake now. I feel like yeah, being a snake. I,
2: I I love that as like a show don't tell kind kind of thing where mm-hmm. they don't explain it, but like he must be doing because he has to like. So like he has to turn to Snake every once in a while for whatever reason, mm-hmm. which begs the question, is he really a man or is he really a snake?
1: That's right.
0: No, no, one, knows. Yeah, no one
2: knows. No one will ever know.
1: And uh, what was so, I going to say, oh yeah, just a comment really on the, um, you know, nowadays we have all these awesome special effects and advances and things like uh, Doctor Strange, where everybody's carving neon lights in the middle of the air and sparks flying everywhere. And this movie, not only because of the limitations of technology, but it's it's just kind of the way that magic works in the Conan universe. It's a little bit more like um I would say down to earth. Where it's not really special effects e it's just like incantations and stuff yeah, it's, that it's is low... inferred. Yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I always kinda like that that yeah. low 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 tech <laughs>
1: Yeah. Low the tech low,
2: magic. Low tech magic where it's there. Like kind of Game of Thrones is like that, yeah. Um, where there's magic going on, but it's like very little of it's actually like right there in your face.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: You know, it's not like like you just said, Doctor Strange. Yeah. Even uh, Lord of the Rings doesn't have that much magic, it's, right? Yeah, it's yeah. very low. Like
0: the old wizards were fighting each other, but there was no like sparkles or magic wands. Yeah. It was just
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. The most was uh,
1: Gandalf just throwing flaming acorns at trolls.
0: That's not even Lord of the Rings, so.
1: Oh, yeah, that's right. Well, Hobbit.
0: <laughs> yeah. I would say him fighting the Balrog is about as, most, as much magic as he gets. As magic get.
1: as he gets, yeah. Yeah.
2: Flame-o-doo.
0: But uh But speaking of his face, this is another thing. I love the special features on this, so I'm probably going to say a bunch of dorky things. But you're right. They had the, the rubber mask, but behind it, they had a snake-like uh, mold. So it was a snake mold pushing through the rubber mass. That's why it was oh, for Oh, I didn't stay. know that.
1: That's why it looks so good. Yeah.
0: Uh. And that's pretty much why I stopped doing DVD extras, because after Jurassic Park, it's all just, we did it in the computer. <laughs> and it gets super boring. But back then, it was cool when they had to figure that shit out. Yeah, I, like that. I
2: think, like, some, some commentaries are probably still cool. Like, uh, like, Christopher Nolan tries to use practical effects wherever he can. Sure. Uh, yeah.
0: I would agree, he, but he probably doesn't do commentaries, does he? Like Quentin Tarantino rarely does them either. Like, I hate they don't do it. Yeah, that's another thing. I stop. I I always buy my m- digital media online now. They don't come with any bonus features usually, so mm, it's
2: the one the one drawback. Yeah. Oh
0: well, at least they don't have a bunch of DVDs on my shelves. <laughs> <laughs> or HD DVDs. Oh, I threw those away the other day. Finally,
2: <laughs> oh, those things got to be collector's
0: items.
1: You could have donated know. them to like the the Paley Museum, <laughs> Paley Center. Oh,
0: I thought you were going to see the little kids in Africa, like when they have like, oh,
1: the, geez, age San Jose Shark
0: <laughs> Championship <laughs> jerseys on and stuff.
1: Uh, <laughs> or the Atlanta Falcon
0: ones, <laughs> yes,
1: Atlanta Falcons, <laughs> President Clinton.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, where are we at now? Number fives.
1: No. no, number, number six, six for me now.
0: Yeah. Uh when Conan is left on the tree of woe and he's about to die and the vulture starts pecking God. at him and with his last breath he bites the vulture in the neck. Damn it, I can't believe I forgot about this. It <laughs> breaks his neck and spits it out. Fucking awesome. And then once again, to the commentary, that was like a real dead vulture and he just had to gargle with some
2: <laughs> yeah, alcohol uh, or, what, something. Yeah, hydro or something. Yeah, hydrogen acid at that point, Jesus. <laughs> Vultures are dirty birds. <laughs> Contemplate cool. this on the tree of woe.
0: <laughs> he's, he oh, about the every James the Earl
1: line. St- <laughs> H.
0: The damn thing's pecking at him. And he's... <laughs> <laughs> Kills a goddamn vulture by biting its neck. There it is. Bites the vulture. Number six. He's got I, like the,
2: I like that there's this... One tree in the middle of nowhere that they designated as the tree of woe.
1: Whoa, because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everybody's uh, <laughs> whenever they see the tree, they go whoa,
2: <laughs> whoa. Uh, number six is uh, toward the beginning the the wheel. Uh, that transition is super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the the whole village being raided, as uh, mm-hmm. soon as the kid starts pushing the wheel, and you see a couple like there's a whole team of kids pushing it, and then and then there's only a couple, and then by the time he's like fully grown up and completely yoked <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just him pushing this wheel around and you can see like the groove worn in the ground and the music's really cool and he's just got so, the stoic look on his face Uh goddamn music yeah it's it's red
0: aren't there like skeleton hands in like some of the yeah other... I think so yeah yeah yeah.
1: it's awesome mm-hmm.
2: do it did they ever say what that wheel was for I think it was like yeah. a mill
1: yeah just grinding
0: uh, wheat wheat
2: it was grinding something up yeah
0: bones, um, maybe. an awesome, awesome transition. Nice. Alright, Alex, number five.
1: My number five, and this is my last snake thing, <laughs> is uh, more on that, like, practical down-to-earth magic, where just the Conan and his cohorts are escaping. Conan, Valeria, and Subatai are escaping on horses from rescuing the, um, the princess. And uh, you just see Thulsa Doom calmly take out a bow, and then he takes out a snake, and when I first saw this, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And he just kind of, he just whispers to the snake, seek, and he straightens it out, and then he fires that, like, a goddamn arrow, It's like, holy shit, when I was a kid, that was the, arrow. yeah, that was the coolest fucking thing I'd ever seen, that <laughs> way it was terrifying, but it was so cool, I don't know what... <laughs> the snake had the snag on the bowstring too? Probably his balls or something his snake <laughs> balls, but that was awesome. I've always I've always loved that. Making a, a live snake into an arrow. Sheebus H. So poisonous.
0: Wait, maybe he turned it backwards so he used this forked tongue as the notch and then the tails would actually stab. I know that's not how it happened, but yeah. that was a possibility. Because she was po-
1: <laughs> she was poisoned. I know. It's venomed. A forked
0: tongue would work as a good knot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is awesome. And then later on, when Arnold pulls it out of her, it just curls up again like yeah, a back real snake. The snake. It's like, Ugh! <laughs> ah, Cool. Awesome. Yep. All right. Mine is the, the, the crom prayer slash battle scene where he kind of he sets up all the booby oh, traps and everything. Bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <good. laughs> just
1: discovered two of the things on my list. Oh. there's just there's too many too many good things on this in it's, this movie damn it uh,
0: it's one scene though but alright I'll give you this the prayer then you can have the fire uh, the, whatever the prayer basically telling us god to fuck off
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> just like and, Joe uh, Boo Joe this, <laughs> exactly <yeah>. like <laughs> Joe Boo <laughs> I do it myself Crom. <laughs> I've no, never one, read my, you before
2: one, the, the writer of Major League Absolutely took that from
0: God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's no fucking way. And uh, it's gotta be the most dialogue he has in the scene. In the movie oh, yeah. too, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's three whole most single there. guy
2: that soliloquy he has, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh
0: so yeah, that's my number five. Sorry for stealing.
2: Uh Scott, number five. Number five is to me what's the, the second most badass moment in the, the entire movie. And uh Incidentally, is the second longest speech that he has in the movie. Um, So, after Conan's been fighting the pits for a while, and he's received training, he kind of gets farmed out as a mercenary as well. And he's with, like, basically Mongolians. Because I don't know what else else to call him. Uh, Ah, this is my number four. Yeah, and he's sitting at the table. He's got, like, the slave crown on. Um, He's, like, Indian-style on this table as the other guys are, like, celebrating. And the, the, the head guy is like, what is best in life? And one of the younger guys... Says something and he's like, "No, wrong." Another guy answers like, "A fast horse, a falcon at your breast, and the wind through your hair." And the guy goes, "Wrong, wrong, wrong." Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentations of their women. And everybody cheers. Ah! Yeah, that is good. Yeah, yeah that's that. which
1: got turned into an amazing song. Conan the Musical. Yes. Look it up.
2: Yeah, that's uh, it's so awesome. <laughs> crush your enemies see them driven before you and hear the lamentation of the women hear the lamentation of, of, the, of women. the women <laughs> yes.
0: this is my number two so you stole one of mine alright so we're even <laughs> god
1: my number four
0: that's good uh, nothing else to add it's awesome so then Alex your number three no number four
1: it was that that speech oh, the crush your enemy four. speech oh, so good okay.
0: All right, my number four is when they're all high and drunk and he punches the goddamn camel out. <laughs> I, by the way, you guys say, he goes, they're all sluts. I still have not heard him say that. I don't know what he says there, but
2: he I like it that you guys are right. He says they're all sluts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't hear that, but I I believe you guys, because it's, it's even funnier that way. But just walking around, and just, he bumps into the
2: camel. He turns around. <laughs> Ugh. I like super Like I like we need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that sobered him up real quick. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's when you have the one friend, uh Jacob or somebody who just gets <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, uh. I, I uh, uh. our uh special
2: guest Matt uh when we went down to San Diego <laughs> was was uh was offended by every street sign that we passed. Did he punch it? Oh yeah. Remember he
0: drop kicked that sign on the street <laughs> of my old apartment. Oh
2: there, the, well, there was like some pallets that he like jump kicked yeah. too like. <laughs> Oh yeah. god. Just doesn't like anyway.
0: signs.
2: All right, Scott number 4. Okay. Uh number 4 I have James and Arnie here. Um it's kind of amazing that, that James Will Jones was even cast in this role to to play this guy like I don't know what they saw in him that he that they thought he'd be good for this, but he's absolutely perfect, just like his the the resonant voice and his kind of monotone and that thousand yard stare that he has. Uh he's he's so good as the villain in this. Uh and almost everything like Alex said earlier, almost every line out of his mouth is awesome. Like the <laughs> Yeah, this is my number one. Contemplate this on the the tree of woe. The riddle of steel Yeah and the wellspring f- I'm the wellspring from which you flow. Like everything, just has this like cadence to what he's lines. saying. Yeah, and he's, the, and he's got the he's got the the pageboy haircut. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and 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 to his credit, like he's like a fairly like big dude himself. So oh yeah. So so like yes, he doesn't he doesn't look that small, you know, next to Svenel Thorson and Ben Davidson and Arnie. Um, Although he's probably like the same kind as Arnold. Um, but yeah, like he's also got like a physicality to him. Although he never uses it. Um, but yeah, he's just, he's really great in this. And then Arnie, um, again, almost perfect casting. The The accent is absolutely like not a problem in this movie. Um, so, they, you know, he's, he's not like American Special Forces for some reason. The biggest <laughs> Austrian accent in the world. Uh, and, you know, they barely have him talk. He's just kind of like... A lot of time he just like kind of glares, or just kind of like, almost like a dog, just kind of like cocking his head a little bit. But uh, he, who are <sighs> you? Yeah, uh, dinner for wolf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Uh My But God.
2: yeah, it's, this is like the perfect Arnie role here too. Yep. Uh, so I mean, it's it's I mean it's good acting <laughs> for. Yeah. So and it, and it works. So that's my number four is James and Arnie. Yeah, back to
0: uh Foles to Doom like, and just his look too of um you know, an African American man but with the long straight hair and the pale, like light colored eyes and everything, it just makes yeah, him look context. It just makes him look out of this world almost like he is some kind of weird thing. I just like that. And then, yeah, obviously his acting and yeah. And then uh, I'll talk about more about this later on. But yeah, I agree. Uh Alex number three.
1: My number three is uh, after that scene, that really creepy scene where all the spirits are trying to take Conan away and they kind of save his life. And uh, a little bit of foreshadowing, spoilers, Valeria kind of says that uh, she would give his life for him. And uh, she fights off all the spirits and everything. And after that, he kind of, he's just kind of doing his pensive like contemplative thing and he's just out there alone him and his sword just trying to bond back getting back into form with uh his combat style and all that cool flipping around oh i must have done that a billion times as a kid with paper roll <laughs> tubes
2: yeah, yeah the wrapping paper
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> ah, so cool i like that i, I agree and I like okay. Scott's theory, I think you said this years ago, but that was him like when he lo- when he's twirling the sword and he puts it away, but at the end he kind of just looks at his hand and he's flexing that he's kind of getting the idea of what the riddle of steel is from uh his experiences with Tulsa doom and going you know
2: not not the sword yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so so the the one that so that leads to the like kind of one bad line in the movie. Uh, from uh, Sandal Bergman's character as she's dying. Like, she just. <laughs> there's some bad, I don't know if it's a bad line, but there's some bad acting. <laughs> yeah. Told the gods I would pay the price. Cut it. Oh, kiss me. Yeah, kiss me. That's that a little <laughs> that was a bit much.
1: Yep.
0: I i think Max Von overacts the shit out of his scenes in
2: this movie, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, he's, 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 he's chewing on some scenery there, yeah. The lions ate him? <laughs> what so are you good
0: thieves? But yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> so good, Max Von <laughs> Uh,
0: my number three was pretty much. Uh, I just had Arnold in general. Like I said, Arnold, the perfect part for Arnold is kind of what I had as my number three here. Just, just the big buff dude didn't have to talk much, and he did everything he needed to do to kind of just become a Hollywood action star. This kind of. It's just perfect for him um, I, that's all I can say, just the scenes where when they do invade the orgy temple they have he has all the black paint on him and stuff Oh, that's awesome yeah, it looks so cool, and I like how John Millius talks about how it's there just to break up the shape, and it's true when you see him walking around once they step still, it just you no longer see a person standing there. you just see it just
2: kind of blends in because it there's no
0: yeah, human a bunch defined of sheiks,
2: shape yeah. yeah yeah, that's cool a uh, bit of uh, trivia that that orgy scene is a frightened the way out. Um, I, I'm pretty sure you already know this, Jeff, but... This like sandal Bergman loses a finger.
1: <laughs> almost. It came almost, pretty like, damn close, yeah. yeah. Yeah,
2: so so she was, like, doing all of her own stunts or whatever, swinging those swords around. And, yeah, she almost lost a finger. <laughs>
0: yeah, they talked about that. and They did more of the pain is temporary, film is forever. The same <laughs> crap they gave Arnold when he got attacked by those dogs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> God, God damn God damn it. <laughs> I like how he swe- he's swearing in English, too, by the way. Yeah. It's <laughs> like, like, Shiza. Going, Shiza. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> so good.
2: All right, Scott, number three. Okay, number three is the final battle sequence. Uh, you know, again, the music is rad, and the, all, Jeff kind of already mentioned all the traps they set up. Um, the, the real two sit against money. It's more like two and a half, but... <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. I killed him with my spear. <laughs> 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 yeah just uh it, it, some of it's like pretty brutal uh uh is like 80s like sword and sandals action it's it's awesome mm-hmm, squibs uh, everywhere yeah, all the the blood the one guy just like throws the blood I think maybe that was in the RG temple, you can tell he's like yeah. snapping the blood back on so, <laughs> Yeah, it's like doing it himself it's like, a squib. Um, it's like a water balloon full of blood basically, fake blood. Uh but yeah the whole final fight sequence is is cool. Uh always always worth watching.
0: So God now I'm trying to you're calling it the final fight, but this is still before he goes up to the top of
2: the the stairs to get well, the right, Doom, right. Right, but there's not really that much, wasn't really a fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's not really any okay. drawn out fights in there. Yeah,
1: yeah this is definitely the uh, Whatchamacallit?
0: we call it the big battle. Yeah, final battle.
1: Apex. The uh, blah blah. <laughs>
2: yeah. Uh, time right. out, real quick. I gotta go take care of the dog. Here he's barking. All
1: right. eh, beer break. <laughs>
0: And we're back.
1: Hey,
2: I don't know who was talking last. <laughs> so I, I just talked about the final battle sequence. So I think we're on to our number twos. Number twos.
0: No. I haven't said, but oh yeah, I did. Never mind. You're right. Yes, number twos.
1: <laughs> My number two is just the music is astounding in this in this movie. It's it's a must-have soundtrack for me. You. you I mean, even more so than like the Rocky soundtrack. When I want to get in the mood for working out and everything, I pop in that Conan. Oh man, and never stopping.
0: It's pretty good. So
1: awesome, the hammers and very bombastic, and oh, it always—it always, it always just—it's in time perfectly with some of the action scenes, especially the ones at the end. So I can't get that out of my—I can't disassociate the music without reliving. That final badass action scene, yeah. so cool.
2: I agree.
0: Yeah, who does the
2: score? I'm looking at it right Basil, now. Basil Basil paladoris Good old oh, ba- Basil Basil Basil
0: What else does he do? You know?
2: Um, he Ooh, also Starship did, Troopers. Yeah, he did that. Hunt,
0: Hunt for Red October.
2: Yeah, so he's got some good right. credits. He's got some good stuff.
0: All right, um, all right. My number two. We already said uh, the what is what is best in life. So, <laughs> Alex. No, Scott.
2: Scott number, number two. My uh, number two is also the score. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, I I have the soundtrack laying around somewhere. I bought it on a CD like a million years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, What's a yeah, CD? Yeah, exactly. D's <laughs> CDs nuts. Uh To to Alex's point about the music's being timed perfectly, the the very. Last fight in the the final battle scene where he's fighting uh, uh, Rexar, um, when he finally does kill him, the the music syncs up to it perfectly with this kind of dun dun dun. It's almost like like a tree falling over, like the way that they do it. Uh, it's super yeah. cool. Uh, but anyway,s yeah, the score is epic.
0: All right, there it is, Alex. Number
2: one? Uh,
1: My number one is just James Earl Jones. Everything he does in this movie is awesome. There's no wasted lines. All his deliveries Jones. spot on. But I will highlight the very end where he's... You can see even even more magic is so permeated in this movie that you can tell with that deadly blue-eyed stare into Conan's eyes that he's slowly hypnotizing him or trying to telling him that, you know, if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't be the man that you've become and everything, and I'm the wellspring from which you flow. Such a cool line. And he thinks he has him, right when he puts his hand on his shoulder he just calls him my son. That James Earl Jonesy voice. <laughs> my son. And then his head comes, <laughs> it doesn't come flying off, it takes a few wallops for it yeah. to, to go.
2: <laughs> for who created you if it was not me? You killed my, my entire goats. video. Totes <laughs> my goats. This is CNN. All right. Uh,
0: my number one is basically what you guys talked about, the music, but the whole, uh, I don't know how to say it, the atmosphere of this movie, where there's no dialogue, very little dialogue, very operatic, right? Just big, wide shots, music. Like that intro invasion scene is like a perfect example of that. Of just a small village being attacked by this big bad army. And the, the music. It just That's how the movie whole movie is. I just love that about this. It's where it's... Mm-hmm. There's not many movies like this. I I can't even probably think of another one that I feel fits the same way here. Agreed. There it is. Yeah. <laughs> so cool.
1: By the way, on that opening scene... I I was I feel a little bit left let down that that uh the guy that calls in the troops that's all full of like full body length really super colorful tattoos you only see him for like two shots
2: Yeah that was uh Franco Colombo
1: There it is uh Peter Falk himself Colombo when he was young
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah super buff his tats were <laughs> like really colorful not like what you think, you know. Tats today, just monochrome lines and whatnot. But so cool. You only get to see him two shots. But oh, anyways.
0: that guy! I was wondering yeah. you were talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. What he, the fuck? He's redhead, right? And he just has a mustache. Ginger. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Huh? Pictish warrior. Scout.
1: Yeah, that's oh, that's who he is. Yeah, that fits the description.
0: But, yeah, the scene where his mom gets her head chopped off—it's just so.
1: Oh, yeah. And then Kid Conan just l- really just looking at his hand—he's already accepted the loss. Ugh. Brutal. Yep.
0: See, I mean, Ollie could have gone two ways in Game of Thrones. <laughs> could have turned into Conan, or he could have turned into a backstabbing sob. He chose poorly. <laughs>
2: Alright, uh, uh, Scott, number one? Number one is the Crom speech. Oh, okay. uh, most epic I moment of the entire movie cool. and a movie full of epic moments. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the two stood against many. That's what's important. Valor pleases you, Crom. So grant me one request. Grant me my revenge. And if you do not listen, then to hell with you. Dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. dun. Yeah, yeah, that's please. so cool problem <laughs> so good yeah i don't all right i don't know what else to say about that one just awesome. yeah there's, no, two, no.
1: The, there's nothing much more to say man it's so cool yeah. too much good stuff in this movie
0: damn right the reason we had to record it twice mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. all right let's rate it alex ah oh, damn it
1: fuck it i'm gonna go seven it's damn wow. near perfect movie for me. I love it so damn much. It's All one right. of those movies that I want to see every day, but I want to keep it special so I can't I <laughs> tell myself, no, I can't watch it every day. got to at least give it a couple years and then get that feeling of – at so, least try and get close to that so, first so, time I watch it. Sometimes you've
2: got to watch it with only like one eye open and it's like giving yourself a stranger.
1: yeah. <laughs> Because I actually did... This movie was so much better for me because I saw Conan the Destroyer first as a kid. I'm like, oh, this movie's pretty cool and Arnold and everything and Grace Jones with that weird tail that she's had. And then I saw this movie years later and it blew my freaking mind. Like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this movie came first. So cool. Seven.
0: All right, um... I'm not giving it a seven, but a strong six. Uh, I love this movie. Uh, there's only one there's only one uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger movie that would make a seven for me, and that's Commando. But <laughs> uh, I may, thought you maybe, were going to say a six-day. No, that may be Predator. Conan won't be, but Conan's. it's so close. It's right there. Um, everything you said. But the one thing is I didn't – I actually saw um, Red Sonja before I saw anything. Uh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> And I, I've never seen Conan Destroyer, and I didn't see Conan the Barbarian until I was already out of college and at home and at my own apartment and bought the DVD, so I didn't see it until my 20s, so maybe that's another reason why like, I was watching Commando and Predator ever since I was like seven years old. <laughs> maybe that's I would put that higher, but I still love this movie. There's pretty much nothing wrong with it. Um, sticks for me. Scott.
2: Uh, i got to go with Alex on this one. Yeah, uh, this one's getting a seven. Uh, you know, very few things that I didn't like about the movie. Um, as far as like one of our criteria of if it's on, do you sit down and watch it? Uh, it's almost always a yes. <laughs> so when uh, the ultimate background or just turn around any any scene you're looking at, uh, there's something rad going on. Uh, one of my formative movies at that. One of the f- the first. Uh, DVD movies, I think. Uh, or at least one of the first that I had. Um, so I watched it a lot. Alex, <laughs> Alex was there for some of that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, and watching that over and over again. Uh, so yeah, a seven for me. All
0: right. Uh, what is our crossover topic, Alex?
1: Our crossover topic is uh, not rags to riches, but rags to power.
2: <laughs> we rise to power.
1: Yeah, rises to power.
2: Okay. I hope it's rises because if it's rags I'm gonna have to kick a couple of things off my list. <laughs> no, just you rise. said rise to power. Yeah, okay. so okay. just rises
1: rise. rise to power. Uh my number my number five is uh, a video game. one that I haven't finished, but it starts with a flash forward of the main character being a king. And then the whole video game is him uh, you playing him and getting up to that point. And it's Conquer's Bad Fur Day, where <laughs> <laughs> he's th- it's very cartoony, but also very vulgar and violent on the N64 on a Nintendo system, which was an anomaly, to say the least. It's such a great game. And uh, Conquer starts as just <laughs> the the king, who is this big, like, mountain lion leopard type of thing. And his chair is a little bit wobbly, so he gets Conquer that's a squirrel and puts him under the chair to even it out <laughs> and that's how he his, his life his, the rest of his life is gonna go until he decides to change his own fate and he becomes king
2: was the first conquer game like was nothing like that right it was just like a.
1: well the first prototype yeah it was a very cutesy family well, no and... I thought I
2: th- well I thought there was a a conquer's game and then they made the sequel which is the bad Fur Day or was the, the Fur Day the first one
1: I thought Fur Day was the first one, and just the early prototypes and trailers were of the family-friendly one. Okay. Where it wore different type of suits and hats, and it was very cutesy. But there was a lot of cutesy stuff on Nintendo 64 at the time. And they're like, "Okay, we got to make this different." And boy, did they fucking ever!
2: (laughs) Yeah, it is interesting to think that it was a Nintendo title.
1: It was a rare, but it was on.
2: Well, no, well, that's what I mean. Like, it was on a Nintendo platform.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It was from rare games, but yeah, Conquer's bed for a day.
0: Alright, I have no idea what that is, but I trust ya. Um <laughs> you shouldn't. But thanks. My, <laughs> my number five um is all headcanon. So I'm gonna say Darth Vader. <laughs> going from little Anakin Skywalker to Meh. being the big bad Darth Vader. No, it's not works. executed well in the prequels, but in my headcanon it's awesome. So therefore, My number five, little slave boy, comes a Jedi. Comes a Jedi master. He's
1: not a slave. He's Anakin.
0: He's the name is Anakin. Yeah. Um, So, Anakin Skywalker to become the biggest baddest mother in the galaxy. Mm Mm-hmm. Darth Vader. (laughs) Throws emperors off bridges for breakfast. (laughs) Just wish he was executed so much better. Yes. Um. Scott, number five.
2: Okay, my number five is, uh, we're going to get literary here, Um, but it's there's been a couple of adaptations, maybe more than that. Um, Originally Robert Redford, and then uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, uh, but as Jay Gatsby. Uh, Kind of the ultimate tragic Uh uh, rags-to-riches character in pretty much any pop culture that you want to think of. Uh, but yeah, he uh, basically gets into bootlegging spoilers. <laughs> All to impress a girl. <laughs> and things do not work out for him. Again, more spoilers. Uh, but yes, uh, Jay Gatsby, the great Gatsby.
0: I have not read it or seen any of them. All right, so yep. Thanks for spoiling <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> yeah, it. Jeez. Yeah, that's my fault. I, I- haven't...
1: I've seen Man on the Moon. <laughs> Andy Kaufman reads it. Well, there it is. <laughs> yeah. I also saw that bit, when he well, a taping of that bit where the real Andy Kaufman did it. So freaking hilarious. Anyways. I thought Big
0: Boy did it. <laughs> he did. All right. Number four.
1: My number Alex. four, Disney movie, Sword in the Stone
2: okay I actually uh, they that did, man, that they did man, cross man, my mind yeah,
1: yeah they kind of managed to make the Arthurian legend into kid friendly when him and his adventures with Merlin that whole duel the wizard's duel was pretty cool but then at the very end find out that he's King Arthur and he pulls the sword from the stone <laughs> and I know it doesn't happen in the real legend but he's a he's like this 12 year old kid in the throne room all by himself with an cr- ill fitting crowd it's cute, but it's very irresponsible.
0: King <laughs> Tommen. Yeah. We've mm-hmm. seen it. All right. It um, my number four is from a ongoing series that's on right now, House of Cards. Frank Underwood. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you guys are watching the show or not, but uh, I'll I'm say actually I'll a season say behind.
2: It. I I but. tapped out on that one actually. All right. Well.
0: Starts off as a congressman and pretty much manipulates his way to become president.
1: El presidente.
0: So pretty awesome. It's it's pretty scary actually. Like although I'm sure really just, truth is whatever nonfiction is greater than fiction. Whatever <laughs> whatever yeah. Trump's doing now the, is The worse reality than
1: of what we're living right now is a lot scarier <laughs> than. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what I'm trying. Then
0: has the cards. <laughs> But it's a pretty effed up shit in that show, but uh, yeah. watching him manipulate everything just to get keep climbing, it's pretty awesome. So Frank Underwood, House of Cards.
1: Plus, he plays the uh, Call of Duty.
2: He does what he, he does on PSV. Is that one of those PSVitas? That was one of the fucking <laughs> hilarious things I've ever seen.
1: I say, I say, is that a PS Vita? <laughs> just, <laughs> he does
0: talk like that, goddamn chicken.
2: <laughs> C- completely, just some of the most blatant product placement I've ever seen. Anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: What, what was the name of that chicken?
2: Foghorn, Foghorn leghorn. leghorn. There you go. <laughs> I says, I says.
1: I say, I say, is that a PSV?
2: Something <laughs> with that boy just ate right.
0: <laughs> Scott.
2: All right. Uh, so, my number four. Uh, I'm also going to go with the game out here. Um, mm. Talk about... Uh, Dragon Age Origins. Ah, uh, yeah. So, depending on your origin, your titular origin, uh, it is very much a rags to basically being the leader of all the free peoples against the, the monsters that are trying to take over the world uh, with some court intrigue along the way. Uh, but yeah, you start with, with not a whole lot, and by the end you've gathered the armies of the world uh, to to battle the, the not-orcs. <laughs> yeah, they are not orcs. They're not dark orcs, spawn. Dark spawn. Dark spawn. Uh, yeah, just a very uh, fun narrative to play out uh, for me, anyway. So mm-hmm. yeah, is that when you you, you got
1: to screw over Alistair for to get to be the king, right, or queen?
2: Um, it depends on how you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. Is this the
0: one that came out like two, three years ago? No.
1: No, this yeah. is. Yeah, that's, so that's Inquisition. The so first, the
2: first Dragon Age oh. came out in... Okay.
1: Xbox 360?
2: For the 360 in yeah. 2008 or nine. So let's double check this. Okay. Might have been 10. Well,
0: I don't know. well the one that came out a couple of years ago, I literally played for like 10 minutes. Like something, some bombs started coming down or something, <laughs> a volcano erupted, and I climbed to the top of the mountain, and that was as far as I got. I think that was <laughs> the first checkpoint. It could have
2: been the as... second or third game, actually. Inquisition sounds. No, nah, it's Inquisition. Jeff, you and it. Bioware games, man. Yes, Dragon Age Origins <laughs> was 2009. So nearly 10 years ago. Yeah. Hmm. Well, actually, nearly 8 years ago.
0: <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Scott. Alex.
1: Number three. Uh, was this... Uh, I guess it would have been season two Game of Thrones, where everybody was a goddamn king, <laughs> king of king of the roses, king of uh, no, that was knight of the roses. But
0: was there a clash?
1: Yeah, it was a clash of kings. Ugh. King of the north, the
0: king of the north.
1: But, but, but I think the best uh, rise to power was Queen Daenerys being the uh, leader of her own call.
2: It was very it's like a small it, was a, it was a very yeah, yeah. ramshackle. It was old. It was like the elderly, yeah, and some she, children, some women. There was no Dothraki screamers. was Like five Dothraki screamers.
1: She gets into that pyramid city with all the harpies. She's queen of that. She does.
0: Yeah. and she kept looking for her dragons.
1: Yeah. Where are my dragons? Give me back my son. <laughs>
0: You know, I've never seen Ransom, but I just know that line. <laughs> Coming me back, my son." All right, my number three is Vito Corleone from The Godfather. Um, two. That's pretty solid. Yeah. Um, I thought about Michael, but he's doesn't feel as much of a rise. He's kind yeah. of—I know he's not in it, but he's kind of already a high. high yeah, he more functioning...
2: like steps into it than. Yeah, yeah, he's already yeah. his
0: family's already big. Whereas Vito comes from a, obviously his his parents are killed and he runs away, comes to America. Then you just kind of see his rise throughout Godfather two. So I thought that's pretty awesome. Yeah, so I, I that's do, my number one, man. I, I always liked in the midst oh, in the midst yeah.
2: of all the like crime noir and murder. There's that one little scene in the in the middle of the Vito Corleone flashbacks where he goes to talk to the landlord. <laughs> Like you ask, you ask people about me, and they'll they'll tell you. And uh, yeah. and he comes in, and he's like, "Oh, there's been a misunderstanding." <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> Morto yeah, bene.
1: That's a nice. And it's, and it's got
2: like the the like circus Italian music playing, <laughs> like the <laughs> comic relief for one segment. Yeah, and that segment too was like, eventually. I'm
0: sure we're going to do this episode, but they kind of rigged the door so it won't open. So that scene where he's trying to open, he's all frantic and everything. That was kind of, played a trick on him to get more acting out of him and stuff. (laughs) Pretty, pretty good. (laughs) So Vito Corleone, number three for me.
2: Scott? Uh, My number three, uh, it's another um, powerful crime figure. Uh, Tony Montana.
1: Ah, my number two.
0: It's my number two
2: as well. Yeah. what what can we say about it from, from uh the low lowly street level drug dealing? Uh then he takes it to the limit. Um Limit till he's literally snorting mountains of cocaine. <laughs> no, Tony, no <laughs> Robert Logan. <loved you>. Yeah. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Take my word for it, you gotta keep small, Tony. Yeah. First you'll get the money, then you get the power, then you'll get the women. <laughs> Mine, mine, <laughs> mine. <laughs> yeah, so, you, have we done an episode of? Scarface we we yet? we definitely we not. We, I'm pretty sure we did.
1: <laughs> I, uh, I know we no, talked yeah. about it extensively. Uh, so we,
2: but anyway, Scarface, Tony Montana.
1: There is a remake coming up too. Another remake because the uh, Pacino Scarface is a remake. I know.
0: That's where everyone always comes in. I don't want any more remakes. Uh uh, uh, uh that was a remake. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> That's how they say it, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. uh
0: It's Dennis Nedry from Jurassic Park. That was a remake. <laughs> uh, I agree. Uh where we at now, number two, Scar- Alex. Scarface. Alright. Same thing for me, so Number two,
2: Scott. Okay. Number two is and uh, this one is cheating a little bit. Uh although uh, here we go. Although I would argue that he uh this character still had to go through a lot to to get to the pinnacle. Uh and that would be Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. Uh goes from Lowly, leader of the Rangers. <laughs> to the yeah, he king, was just... to the king of all men yeah set aside the ranger and become the man yeah anyways uh so yeah aragorn
1: it was reluctant but he eventually took up the mantle
2: he basically was just like some some guy like basically a forest warden <laughs> uh to, it's just to one king, of them rangers one of them rangers uh, not to be trusted uh one of the dunedain uh
1: one of them pipe smokers. Yeah,
2: and he winds up with like the second hottest elf on earth. Per second. per the lore, Galadriel. Galadriel oh, blooms number one. <laughs> 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 okay, number three. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Per the lore, um, there's actually in the, in the books there's debate over like whether Arwen or Galadriel like.
1: Are the fairest in the land? Like
2: Gimli basically threatens to kill people that the bad mouth uh, <laughs> that say somebody's more pretty than Galadriel. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Anyways, I'll tell you one thing. I think Galadriel is
0: our a, a Kate Blanchett's a real elf because she's not aging at all. I saw her in the Thor trailer; Thor. she still looks great.
2: Whoa! Mm-hmm. <laughs> Your computer agrees. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Whoa. I guess I guess the computer's angry that we're uh, that I've yeah badmouthing Galadriel. Yeah, badmouthing Galadriel, jeez. <laughs> yeah. uh, so yeah, that's Aragorn. And that's my number two. The rise so to power. I
0: it it counts, but yeah. to me, I I thought about it, but he doesn't really. He's king, so it's implied. Yeah, that's why power, That's, that's I why I said it's kind of
2: I kind of cheated here. But I mean, he and wasn't he, he wasn't like ordering anybody around though or whatever, and he yeah. and he doesn't and he doesn't grow out the beard until the end either it has got like scruff yeah I hate time, this, yeah.
0: But yeah, you should have read Shadowfax. He was king of the horses. Yeah, that's true. <laughs>
1: yeah, what was his rise to power like? Is it in the Similarian? <laughs> Probably. It had, it had,
2: Scott, <laughs> is it? Uh, I'm <laughs> trying oh, to God. think. I don't think they mentioned Shadowfax, but I'm trying to wonder if uh, if they mention the like the the horses very much. I don't think I don't think they name any of the horses. Maybe they do. I think they name a couple.
1: So many of his rivals in the face.
2: I know there's like so. Is there's, there I think ki- there's like a, some animals. There's like a dog. <laughs> there's a dog in some lane that gets like five chapters basically.
0: What about the eagles? Is there a king of the
2: eagles? Uh, I think they mentioned it in the. <laughs> Don Henley. <laughs> it was it was, it was Glenn <laughs> Brian Wilson. No, that's yeah, Brian uh, Wilson. Uh,
0: I know, but I was going to say, is there a king of the Wicker People?
2: No. Oh, he's a prince of the weaker people. All right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. All
0: right. Where are we at? Number ones? Yes. All right.
1: Number one is Vito Corleone. Yep. Oh, sorry. De Niro. So good.
0: Next. He wraps his gun in a towel so it doesn't make noise. Yeah,
1: muffle. And muffles it. So people think just think it's Italian fireworks.
2: And it catches fire, and like it wasn't supposed to.
0: <laughs> Google
1: Googleanza. Uh.
2: They kept that shot.
0: Okay, my number one, um, a little more in depth of what Alex had earlier was is Game of Thrones, and it's the, the rise of power of Danny, Cersei, and Jon. I've loved the past six seasons, six plus seasons, I guess now, of seeing you know danny go from being sold off basically as a sex slave sex pu- Ar- to now arian Ar- fuck puppet
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: to you know basically that everything goes right conquering the west conquering westeros which probably won't be right but at this, at this just point about the,
2: she takes over westeros like the world's next because like <laughs> <laughs> yeah the world
0: is hers yeah. just like scarface yeah. um Cersei going, you know, just married off to a king and now she's done whatever she can the bad way but now she is (laughs) is the queen of King's Landing and Jon Snow being a bastard and going to the wall and everything that's happened to him so I like, I'm probably missing other people too but those three characters I've loved watching them rise and it's in the TV format so you've got to see it over 60 hours of television it's it's been awesome so hopefully Cersei doesn't Stay there, and hopefully John and Danny do. But we'll shall we shall. See. So,
2: so like in a lesser, uh, or I suppose like a different scale, uh, you could kind of throw Arya in there too, where where she's not a leader of men, but she has she definitely has power now.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess, but not that type of power. Yeah, yeah. Like I would say Sansa before Arya with that type of power, political power.
2: Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh.
0: Oh, I put Arya in more like the I don't know the montage training where you go from a little girl to being a badass ass kicking warrior she'd be the Rocky Balboa or the Million Dollar Baby there you go <laughs> hope she doesn't fall on a stool yeah. spoiler <laughs> alert okay. Don't watch that movie. It's super depressing.
1: Strengthen up those neck
0: muscles. God, no. Yeah, that's a good advice. Okay, it's good advice, but that movie is so... Don't watch it. Yeah. All
2: right, Scott, number one. Uh, My number one is... uh, I watched this movie again recently. Um, A couple things in it didn't quite hold, hold up as well, and I was kind of surprised by that. But... Still great. Uh, The story is still great based on the original book. And it's been done a few times. Uh, And I'm talking about Edmund Dantes from Count of Monte Cristo. Yep. Uh, That'd be my number one. I should have thought of that. Uh, I did enjoy the Jim Caviezel, uh, which I don't... At this point, I don't even know if that's the most recent version of it. Uh, But that's the the one that always comes to mind. Um,
1: They actually did like a really weird anime version, but it's set in the far future. It's kind of cool. It's got a really crazy art style.
2: Hmm. Uh, more Richard Harris than that one. Uh, so, yeah, it's yeah. a great ap- great adaptation.
1: No, you're thinking of The
2: Rock. Uh, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Richard Harris. Ed Ed Harris. Harris. Oh, that's Ed, oh, Ed Harris. Damn it, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so
2: it's yes, Edmund Dantes, the the ultimate... Revenge slash Rags to Riches. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, he's middle class to, or working class to Rags to Riches. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) And uh, Louis Guzman. Can't go wrong.
2: Yes. (laughs) I'll go up to Paris. I love that movie. (laughs) Kill them all. Bang, bang, bang. How is this a bad plan? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So good. Have we done that movie yet? No, we haven't. Oh, we haven't.
0: I told you the first time I saw it, I thought it was about a vampire, right? <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
1: the Count of Monte Cristo. Blah, blah. Blah.
0: I want to blah, yeah, blah. I, I never read the book, and I just saw this. T- oh, the Count, yeah. I was disappointed, but not really. It was a good movie. I loved it. I hate
2: Guy Pearce though. Ugh, he's very he's very slimy he in that. Make yeah. a
0: good villain, yeah.
1: All
2: and right, Super- Superman. Uh quick quick note uh it's not super A uh, quick quick bit of trivia that we overlooked here.
0: Oh, as a boy,
2: you're Yeah. Right, as a boy. Um in uh Conan the Barbarian, uh one of King Osric's guards, none other than Donald Gibb. Who the
0: fuck is Donald Gibb?
2: Uh Ogre from Revenge of the Nudes. Oh, no way. And uh um god damn it, what's his name in Bloodsport? Uh, Jean-Claude Van Damme Bolo Young? <laughs> yeah he plays Jean-Claude Van Damme in, uh, <laughs> in Bloodsport uh, Bolo Young he might be Bolo Young the guy's got range uh, point is I didn't know this, so I'll have to try to spot him the next time <laughs> see if he's just in the background anyway
1: cool alright
0: it's time for Alex Knows Sports
1: I'm Alex and I like sports sports ball what I kinda uh ah, this is brutal. I guess there was a picture this is like a real thing. Robbie Ray was pitching and then the batter hit it straight at his face and he got a hundred and eight miles an hour of just baseball right to his the side of his head.
2: Yeah, it does happen ah. every once in a while. It's horrible.
1: I know, it's pretty mm. pretty rare, right?
2: Um I, rare I don't enough. think
1: I don't think I've ever seen it's, it.
2: it's rare but it does happen like at least once. It happens once in a while.
1: But straight to the face, I know. I've seen pitchers get hit like in the legs or in the hip and stuff.
0: Oh, Angel Schumacher got it. Yep. Schumacher yeah, got it last year, year.
2: right off the dome. Yikes! These, these guys have like giant swinging brass balls to like get back on the man after that shit. Like I personally, I do not I don't have think the, Ray I
1: don't think Ray did it.
2: <laughs> I personally did not. Well, no, no. no. Oh, well, you, not like right you away. Mean later, not in the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. No, like. There, gonna say. No, holy no, no, crap. no. There are rules about that. <laughs> Um, no, after they're like all healed up, like I definitely would not have the uh, the mental fortitude to get back out there. There's no fucking way. <laughs> yeah, that's rough. I'd be like ducking after every pitch, <laughs> just hitting the ground. Oh, that that'd probably be even worse because then you'd probably just take a grounder, <laughs> like right off your, yeah, your right scrotum or something. Yeah, yeah.
1: hmm <laughs> Explode your nuts
2: right to the scrotum. Yep. Yeah, that's, oh, it's, that's just, it's, it's it's fucking rough. scary because you could die. <laughs> you could absolutely get killed. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, you're right. It's rare but it's not rare enough. It happens more than yeah. yeah. Statistically it's like gonna happen. Like this is gonna happen again.
1: Well hopefully they make they can implement some sort of safety helmet type of thing that they, doesn't they, they already, their pitching. They already
2: kinda do. Uh, well, it's not like a batting helmet, but it's supposed to provide yeah. like definitely more protection than uh just your skull d- just yeah of polyester, whatever made of. I got
1: a level one baseball cap here <laughs> yeah <laughs> so go kill slimes with my piece of bamboo, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, you know you're probably right. Before before we uh, leave this place, there'll be pitchers will be wearing full on cages, like hockey cages or football helmets or something.
2: They'll, they'll just sit out the, the the batting practice screen and <laughs> just pitch pitch out of that. And then and, I don't and then if the batter that, hits but it but off the I, screen, it's like an automatic base. Yeah.
0: No, <laughs> oh, it's some kind of face mask. I can see that. I mean, remember. When our parents watch baseball, the batters
2: weren't well. There, there, so. there's already like guys that now a lot of guys that that wear helmets that have the ear protection on both sides. Um, and I know there's a couple dudes. Mostly, I think it's mainly just uh, Giancarlo Stanton, Shane, the, Shane, Victorino. Shane, Vigino. um, Giancarlo Stan that has like a cage basically that sticks out across the where's his, his chin. Um, so it doesn't go all the way across. It's just like a oh, half. Yeah, yeah. It's like I a half those. cage thing. Um, you know.
1: Like a microphone, headset microphone. And, yeah,
2: and it's funny because, like, you know the guys don't want to wear this stuff because there's still that, they're, they're professional athletes and there's that whole, like, macho thing going on. Mm-hmm. But I think after you take one off the face, as Giancarlo Stanton did, or off your dome, like, you're allowed to do whatever the fuck you want at that point. <laughs> Just go out there with, like, a, some, like, toilet paper duct tape to your <laughs> to your head or something. Just, like, what's once once people going to say to you? Like, someone's going to call you a pussy and they're going to be like, well, why don't you take a like 100 mile an hour line drive off your face and then you tell me yeah. how you feel about that. Otherwise, shut Seriously. up. Seriously. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Well, I'll say one thing on that, and it, yeah, it's protection before anything,
0: but. Remember when these guys were all wearing body armor up there, and it's so you can crowd the plate. Yeah, like, that's the one thing you got to be careful of. If they wear too much protection, yeah, then, yeah.
2: They, well, they they so they you
0: know. they peel that back. They did, but it, you can't really peel back the
2: face protection. But it may lead to other stuff where the guys will start crowding the plate. <sighs> I and... c- I, c- I have our time thinking of many dudes that would stick their face out there, even with the with the protection. I should you saying though, Jeff. Like they're going to be less. Yeah. They'll, they'll still be more apt to to lean over. Not necessarily they'll still try to get out of the way so they will get hit in the face, but no, I see what you're saying. But like with the, yeah, but you have a little less fear, yeah, yeah. so therefore you can hang in there a little bit more But the arm, the arm thing was ridiculous, though, because, like, Barry Bonds, was where that, like, he basically had like a like, yeah. arm out a cyborg he out a not move just wouldn't move it because he knew, of like, no part was of his to was of going to get hurt. Like...
0: <laughs> yeah. So
2: you a right I mean
0: bit of a little bit of a I bit of a little bit so you want to control the plate as about it. You get in, you get in there. You take away the far corner. Mm-hmm. So the pitchers like Bob Gibson and Nolan Ryan, they just bean you. Not bean you. They probably would throw at your head, but they throw at you. And okay, the next time you're not going to do it as much. But then like Barry Bonds would go in there with body armor, and so okay, you're going to hit me. I don't care. Yeah. And so, like I said, with the head, it's different. But I people will take every advantage they can, and that's the one thing that
2: scares me a yeah. little bit.
1: Or, like, rookie but, of the year, you're you're so small, you don't have a strike zone.
2: <laughs> Jose Otuve, yeah. It's just like that, yeah.
1: Yeah. I know baseball. You do? I wonder what... Not. Did he retire from baseball already, that rookie of the year?
0: Probably. Like, how old is that guy in real life now? He's probably...
2: Uh, Ian... Nickel... Nickel... Yeah. He's an... American American, American Yeah, and I, I don't remember anything else. Yeah. <laughs> All right,
0: it's time for Niamh
2: News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. All right, so in lieu of the news, we're going to do a little trivia slash game here. Um, Oh, nice. Lou news. So in a a recent previous podcast, I mentioned uh, Gladiator had won for Best Picture, and it's here. So I'm going to start with 1980 here, and we'll run through a few years here. Um, And I'll list the... All the movies that were nominated for Best Picture, and you guys go ahead and take a stab at it. And then we can perhaps right. discuss whether <laughs> it was warranted it or not. Have, yeah, should not have won. All right, so start with 1980. Um, there was The Elephant Man, Raging Bull,
1: mm-hmm.
2: Ordinary People, Coal Miner's Daughter, and Tess. Ah, uh,
1: I want to say Elephant Man, but I think Raging Bull won.
2: I think Ordinary People. Jeff's right. Ordinary people. Ah, uh, that is a a <laughs> very good drama. Um, that's a solid year. Raging Bull, the Man. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know what Tess is, and I feel bad about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've never heard
2: uh, of that no, one.
1: She's from Ocean's Eleven. Uh, oh yeah,
2: yeah. Coal miner's daughter was, <laughs> Julia <Roberts>. was Younger, <laughs> Tom Lee Jones, because he's looked the same for like however long he's been in show business. <laughs> uh, but. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Yeah, I think that movie is about Loretta Lynn. Um, Anyway, so moving on to 1981, uh, we have um, Reds, Atlantic City, On Golden Pond, Chariots of Fire, and Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: Oh, Chariots of Fire.
2: That's what I said, too. All right, you guys. uh, Jeff is uh, leading here. 2 to 1 I didn't hear the I didn't even heard of the first 3 movies you yeah saw. me either what <laughs> <laughs> yeah um we actually keep scrolling but
1: Raiders sh- Raiders should have won I agree
2: Raiders <laughs> I, I lesser. <laughs> alright uh, 1982 <laughs> we have Gandhi Tootsie Missing E.T. the Extra Terrestrial and The Verdict
1: uh, I think Gandhi won I know Kingsley won uh, for best actor right Probably. What
2: uh, yeah, I think when was did. the second one you said? Uh, I said missing. No, it wasn't that. There was
0: another one. Uh Tootsie? Yeah. Uh Tootsie or Gandhi. Um
2: <laughs> Why not both? Gandhi. Gandhi. It was Gandhi. hmm Alright. We on to nineteen eighty. <laughs> never seen it by the way <laughs> uh, and it's there was The Right Stuff Seen it T- Tender Mercy Tender Mercy never sorry never nope. heard of it Nope The Dresser Never <laughs> nope. heard of it The Big Chill <laughs> Heard I've of it I've heard of it Terms of Endearment Terms of Endearment
1: uh, I think yeah I think that one won
2: okay uh, you guys are right wow you guys you guys know your best pictures here yeah, <laughs> uh,
0: I just love how there are these movies that we've never heard of. Like, I bet there are other movies that came out in '83 that we have heard of that were probably good, like Return of the Jedi or something. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm.
2: that should next. 1984. I think you guys are gonna get this one. Uh, so we have a Soldier Story. Mm-hmm. The Killing Fields. Nope. Places in the Heart. Hope. Amadeus and... and A Passage to India. That's
1: nah, Amadeus. Amadeus.
2: Oh, oh, oh Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. 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 Jeff, what's yours? Amadeus. Amadeus. Yeah, you guys are correct. Alright. It's a good. Uh, movie. Animal House. <laughs> Alright, this one you guys <laughs> Alright, here we go. Nineteen eighty five. We have Witness witness out of af out of africa prissy's honor the color purple and kiss of the Shit, spider i'm Woman.
1: gonna say the color purple on that one
2: that
0: the spielberg whoopi goldberg movie
1: was yes. it spielberg yeah. yeah with Oprah winifrey
0: i want to say out of africa
2: jeff
1: you're right oh
2: <laughs> have you even heard of that movie for jeff
0: i've heard of it but i i have no idea what it's about
1: okay. is it Polly shore
0: I don't think so. No, <laughs> I'm out
1: of Africa now.
2: <laughs> what's what's it about? It is. I I've actually never seen this movie. Okay, um, I know. Oh no, you know what? I have. I think I have seen it. It's uh, uh, uh Robert Redford and Meryl Streep. Um,
0: and they're coming out of Africa. Whoa, whoa! Think c- out of Africa, coming to America. It's the prequel to Coming to America.
2: I think it's like a romantic <laughs> drama thing. Um, it's it's called White People in Africa, I think is the alternative title. <laughs> she
1: was
0: no, it's the rise yeah. of power of King Joffrey, <laughs> and how he becomes the king over there.
2: Mm-hmm. Alright. Uh, the God, the gods must Joffrey. be
1: crazy. One and yeah. two. Alright,
2: uh, 1986, and Jeff is leading here six to four. Uh, oh. We have Platoon, A Room with a View, The Mission, Children of a Lesser God, and Hannah and her sisters, Yeah, too.
1: well, I've only ever heard of
0: Platoon, so, yeah.
2: <laughs> Just going on the strength of that. Yeah. Uh, yep, Platoon one.
0: I-, I was going to say Oliver Stone, and he wrote Conan, so, <laughs> boom, meant to be. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: 1987, we have Broadcast News, Fatal Attraction, Hope and Glory, Moonstruck, and The Last Emperor.
1: Oh, The Last Emperor. Uh, broadcast News, I don't know.
2: It was The Last Emperor. Yeah,
1: I knew it. I saw that movie as a kid for wow. some reason.
2: <laughs> Shit, now now that
0: you say that, I have, this might have been the first Oscars I ever watched. <laughs> I do remember that now. Okay.
1: Ends up an old man buying crickets. Right, 7 to 6, Jeff. Uh,
2: 1988, we have Dangerous Liaisons, The Accidental Tourist, the- Rain Man, Wait, what? Mississippi Burning, uh, and Working
1: Girl. Rain Man, yeah, Rain Man,
2: definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely Rain Man. Rain Man.
1: <laughs> Mississippi Burning is too dark yeah. to win an Oscar. All right, last
2: one. We'll wrap this up here. Uh, so, 1989, <laughs> and yeah, this this will finish up the 1980s here. Uh, Not what I meant. So, <laughs> don't email me. So this is. Uh, Alex, you can only hope to tie on this one, so you basically have to pick a different one than Jeff. <laughs> All right. I hope he picks the wrong one. <laughs> All right. We have Field of Dreams, My nope. Left Foot, Driving Miss Daisy, <sighs> Born on the Fourth of July, and Dead Poet Society. Oh
0: shit! I know the answer.
1: I'm gonna say My Left Foot.
0: Driving Miss Daisy.
1: It is Driving Miss Daisy.
0: Oh yeah! What?
1: Bullshit. Jessica Tandy and Morgan Freeman. Oh! Do- doing it in the back of a car.
2: <laughs> wow, that, that puts a whole another yeah, uh, Section perspective <laughs> yeah, the on that, that, that uh, got, got Oscars. All right, so it's funny
0: so maybe toward the end of the eighties is when I actually started watching the Oscars. So those probably it would be a lot easier once you got into the nineties. But yeah, I think
2: I think of the nineties would probably be a little easier. Uh, well, I don't oh, I don't so know so Jeff. Empire, you... Empire of the Sun was never nominated. I don't know what year Wasn't that, that a was. Movie think, of the eighties. Uh, I don't think so. um so, but that's the Christian Bale movie. So I'm curious, though, Jeff, would was, uh, you would you be able to name like the more recent ones, though?
0: Yeah,
2: I think so. Okay, fucking La La Land. When they started like nominating ten movies in a piece, it's not La
0: La Land; it's the other one. Boom! Trick question. It was uh, Twelve Years a Slave. <laughs> that was. What was the name of that movie? Moonlight. Moonlight. What is it? Moonlight. See. I would admit well if you would have read off the number names, I would have got it.
2: Well it's just two thousand just real quick, uh twenty fifteen. So the year before last the, so we haven't done the twenty seventeen Oscars yet. Um
1: Oh I know which one this is. All
2: right. Oh wait no idea. So we have The Revenant, the Martian, Room, Mad Max Ferry Road, Spotlight, The Big Short, Bridge of Spies, and Brooklyn. Oh shit, I don't know.
1: Uh... uh I know <sighs> There was a big hullabaloo over The Big Short getting nominated, but I don't think that was the winner.
2: Same again. So we have Room, The Revenant, Bridge of Spies, Spotlight, The Big Short, Brooklyn, Mad Max: Fury Road, and The Martian.
1: I'm gonna so... say Tommy Wiseau the Room.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, that, one, <laughs> that, that won an Academy me. Award for the best movie ever. Oh, okay. <laughs> it displaced um... uh, Highlander.
0: <laughs> Pretty sure it's Spotlight. Revenant is what DiCaprio won his, his one for, but I don't think it won Best Picture, so I'm gonna go with Spotlight. Yeah,
1: I'm gonna say Big Short, although I think I'm wrong.
2: Yeah, it was Spotlight. Yeah, I, f- I figured you guys might get tripped on that one because I think that the rest of these you would probably know. Yeah. Anyway, so maybe we'll do this again sometime. <laughs> maybe i will go back to the '70s. Cool. Yeah, yeah, it was fun.
1: Yeah, that was fun.
2: Uh, Jeff, did you have any other news or anything you wanted to add in here? Um, nope, that was fun. All right. Alex,
1: I'm good. All right. I hope no more get, baseballers
0: get beaned in the head. <laughs> All right, thanks for listening, everybody. We at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes
2: I just want to see people get blown up in the face.
1: (laughs) Yeah.